Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fat Mascara. Welcome. I'm Jen Sullivan. I'm Jess Matlin. We have an amazing episode for you. We have Naomi Watts. What a great conversation. I had so much fun chatting with her. I think when brands start up and they say they want to have a conversation with their customers, I tend to get a little bit of an eye roll. But then when Naomi talked to us, I was like, this is the conversation. She's putting her money where her mouth is. Like she had the conversation with us. And the conversation is sometimes not an easy one, right? Like menopause is not not something everybody wants this to is talk not about a, every day. Yeah, this is not a, um, when people talk about celebrity lines, like I would not say Naomi Watts is doing a celebrity line. She is definitely braver than, and that's kind of corny to be like, oh, she's brave for having a, talking about like life and talking about just things we as people, human beings, not just women, just like everyone should be talking about. She's actually putting herself out there in a way I see no other celebrities putting themselves out there when it comes to product lines. Yeah, and we had, we had a good conversation. Should I tell people who Naomi Watts is in case they've been... If they don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that was... Not looking at a screen for the last 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> 
So she's a British a British actress who starred in movies such as Mulholland Drive, 21 Grams, and The Impossible. Both of those earned her Academy Award nominations for Best Actress, by the way. She also stars in, Jess and I are very excited about this one, oh. the Netflix limited series The Watcher from Ryan Murphy. It's it's actually based on a story from the cut that went viral that Jess and I were both obsessed with. It takes place in this house in New Jersey. So Naomi's the star of that. And, of course, she recently partnered with biotech company Amaris to launch Stripes, a beauty brand and wellness brand focused on menopause, as we said. So the company is all about having these open, on, honest conversations, and that's definitely what we did with Naomi. So we talk about everything from what menopause is to why it would be nice to learn more about it before it actually happens. And I think that's why this chat is for everyone, not just those of you who are about to go through or are going through or have been through menopause or in it now, but anyone who menstruates. This is a universal experience for women, and Naomi wants us to be talking more about it. So here she is to get that conversation started. Naomi, welcome to Fat Mascara. Hi. Hi. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm pretty good, thank you. How are you? Good. So we're just going to get right into it. Like Your line is called Stripes. So I feel like you wouldn't have named your line that without acknowledging that you yourself have earned your stripes. So I'm curious, (laughs) what moment in your career did you feel that that happened, that you earned your stripes? Well, I think, you know, really turning 50 was a milestone moment in many areas of my life. And I think that's when you start feeling like you're, you're, you know, looking looking back, but also looking forward and knowing that your years ahead are getting a little bit tighter and smaller, but feeling good about the things you've achieved as well, honoring that and knowing or or starting to really think about what's ahead and and what you still have to achieve. I, I felt like I've done some great things in my career that I can feel proud of. Obviously, my children which I fought to have. Um, there was multiple struggles getting pregnant. Um, and yeah, now a, a new phase of my life with, you know, entering into the beauty space, which I never really planned to do. Oh, now you have to earn your stripes in this whole other world, yes, huh? Yes, it is. It is. I, and that is actually, you know, people keep asking me, you know, what are your fears ahead? And I'm like, well, for this, I mean, firstly, it's a stigmatized conversation, which it shouldn't be based on the fact that half the population will be in menopause at some point in another, or another. Yeah. But also because of my industry, you know, we're otherwise usually quite have been quite private and you know that's changed we with the internet people yeah. have greater access to your life and that's that's okay but talking about certain parts of things that come with menopause can can be icky and and that's the whole point in doing this but i think you know being an actor and in the public eye already makes it a little more scary i suppose well we're going to get you a little bit uncomfortable or icky if we talk when we talk about menopause later in the conversation. Before we get into stripes and menopause and why you wanted to do the line, let's just talk a little bit more about age because I think that's a big part of this conversation. Like you said at 50, you had earned your stripes, but was there a moment in your life that you were forced to sort of grow up? I mean, you started acting very young. Like when did you feel like a grown up? I still don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm, there are days where I don't, there are days where I feel like I never really changed from my mid to late twenties. And then you get that surprising moment in the mirror or some kind of a reflection. But I, uh, I think being a mother is when you really start to think, you know, in more responsible ways that force you into feeling like a proper grown up. Listen, when I think about aging, it's, I feel like it's, part of this conversation. I feel like the conversation about aging has gotten so much louder for me. This is my perception in the past like five, 10 years. And I feel like the, like the line in the sand has gotten younger and younger. When I was younger, it was like, oh, 40 is over the hill. 40 is when you start to get older. But now 
I work with, you know, 20 somethings who are worried about anti-aging. I was talking to a girl yesterday who said, when do I need to start using retinol? I know I should be using it by now. I was listening to a podcast with uh, the influencer Tinks and the whole episode was about aging and accepting aging. She was like around 30 years old and it was like, I accept my age. I, (laughs) I didn't think about aging until kind of recently. It's just getting younger. What are your thoughts? Do you know what? I was always a little bit aware of my age in my 30s, late 30s. Is that because of of your occupation? Yeah, I would say for sure. And also I got started late. I basically didn't get a real job that people could see on a larger scale until I was, well, just, I think I was 30 when I met David Lynch and then the movie kind of stalled because it was going to be a TV show. It didn't end up airing on TV and then they bought the rights and David made the further or the last 45 minutes and it became a, Mm. a feature. So then it was, then it was released about 32. So I was always aware of the clock you know, and the biological one as well, not just in my career. You know, I I had been told as I entered uh, Hollywood on that scale that, you know, you better hurry up now. Now you've got some notices, nice, nice notices, and the calls are coming in. You need to work. You need to race the clock. Who was telling um, you that? Really make yourself available. I mean, multiple people, agents, managers, you know, peers, you name it, casting directors, because you need to stay in the game. And, you know, it runs out, you know, like 40 was the number. That's when you had to say farewell to being a leading lady. Uh, you know, there was a much unfriendlier term thrown around. <laughs> but I don't know if your audiences want to hear well, it. No, sh- share with us. We, 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 Amy Schumer skit, are we talking about? Yeah, you, you're, you're basically unfuckable after a certain, you know, a certain amount of time. And then you go, what, what does that mean exactly? I see older women on, you know, in movies, but they're like, well, you know, that's how it is. And I sort of went away and stewed on it a bit and thought, what does that actually mean? And then I thought, oh, I get it. It's when your reproductive organs stop Mm -hmm. working. And, you know, that's when you have to play the mad, crazy woman. (laughs) You know, the one that is yelling and screaming and being unpredictable and, you know, freaking everybody out. Mean. Do you think it's changed much? It's no coincidence that I'm doing a line, a menopause line. But do you, I mean, do you, we hear about like age acceptance and, you know, all of the strides that have been made. Do you think it's changed much? I do think it's changed. Incremental changes have happened. And I do feel like now we're kind of on the precipice of this conversation about aging really blowing open and, you know, including menopause and women's um, health and Mm -hmm. all of and research, you know, having a real look at that and where things have gone wrong and why we've been underserved. So I do think it will blow open and we're right at that pivotal point where big noise. I mean, it's literally like the door got opened a little crack and we're all going to come out yelling. We're ready for these changes. No more suffering in silence. You were in a movie that I absolutely loved and it was called While While We're Young. And that was with (laughs) Ben Stiller. You and Ben Stiller were, were a couple in it and you were in your 40s and you guys became friends with a younger couple, kind of like a cool, you know, like Brooklyn couple. And it was Adam Driver and Amanda Seyfried. And they were, you know, kind of like mm. opening your eyes to like, you, you know, your marriage was kind of like, okay, you know, moving along. And they kind of opened your eyes, kicked the, <laughs> kicked the door open to like, you know, new things and like a breath of fresh air and like doing, you know, cool, you know, it's kind of cool young person stuff that you stop doing when you're in your mid forties. It's like the way youth feels to people once they hit a certain age. So did you ever have any of those moments in your forties or, you know, once you got to a certain age, you're like, or you passed the line, <laughs> I'm on the other side now. You're like, oh, I should be doing that. Or like, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I think there's a panic in the forties. I think that happens and you do try and cram in a lot, but then, you know, and you always sort of 
speak positively or try to um, almost to convince yourself when you're speaking about the age that you're at, you're at. And I'm here in my 50s. And so I'm feeling like there's an ease to this now. Now I'm on the si- other side of that panic. I think I'm quite okay with being open, talking about aging and menopause ad nauseum if I have to. And if it spooks people, so be it. It's coming for you. <laughs> and I don't say people. that as a threat. <laughs> I say it as that like, yeah, it, 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 I mean, I literally test the water sometimes and just, you know, particularly in places where you really know it's not going to, well, it's probably going to land with a thud. And, and indeed it does. And you've just, those are the places that you really got to get shouty and loud. But I, I feel a lot more at ease with myself. I feel open to being kinder to myself. And as I said, I'm more aware of the time I have left. But was, was there a time before? Where, did it take you some time to get there is what I'm saying? Yes, it did. I think in my 40s, that was part of the panic, the, the denial, the, the spiraling of like, what next? And have I done this? And have I done that? And, and then you just sort of calm down a bit and get used to it, I suppose. It's funny, the New York Times just did a large like study or letter on a study about the midlife crisis and how across cultures it actually is real and it does coincide with the time period you're talking about. There's something about the 40s, like, and... Yeah, it's the letting go. Yeah. Or adjusting. You're still, yeah. I mean, and and it's all to do with hormones. I'm sure of it. That hormones drive everything. They drive mood. And, you know, I, I think... After 50, you're no longer a victim to your hormones. Well, let's talk about this time period and menopause, because like you created Stripes, this community and this line all around the idea of this. And I think one of the scary things for people is like, okay, when you start menstruating, like you kind of know that's going to happen 10 to 14, right? It's a short period. Like you have an idea. Everybody's kind of going through it at once. There's this big question mark with menopause. Like everything after a certain age, you're like, is this menopause coming on? Like what, can you give me a date? What year is it going to happen? Do you think for some women that separation of being young and not young is that year that menopause happens? Yeah. And by the way, you said it perfectly. You know, there's all of these studies and information and caretaking and treatments and things like that when when kids kick off in the time of puberty and storytelling, media, you know, there's so much information, education in the in fourth or fifth grade. They they spell it out for you. And then there's the bookend, which is where I'm at, and there's nothing. It's just like Where's the story. Where's our sex ed class? Give yes. it to us, Naomi. I feel I feel like it has. It should have happened then, and I think so many generations past have, you know, dealt with the sucking it up and and suffering in silence. That you know the education piece was just missing. It wasn't necessary. Nobody was asking questions because the code of silence was just somehow agreed upon, and. I think that's changed now and probably in large part due to the internet because we all sort of got in mm-hmm. onto the internet in secrecy and found each other and then it spiraled and snowballed into a larger conversation. It makes sense to me why you would focus on this, especially because it's an individual process for each woman. I'm sure there's different symptoms that help that, you know, affect different women, different products. But like, we have to be real with you. There's a lot of celebrities in their 50s doing product lines. Like Idris Elba has skincare. Gwen Stefani has makeup. Jennifer Lopez has skincare. And then here comes Naomi Watts. And she's doing, wait for it, <laughs> menopause. Like, what were, the, what were people saying? What are the sp- responses when, when you told them what you were doing? Mostly it's been positive, but I'm waiting for the critics. I'm sure they'll be out there. We're really at, at the launch stage. So I'm as it you know, opens up, it'll get, you know, more likely the, the, the criticisms will come in. I'm, I'm prepared for that, but I'm okay with it, I, I think. I feel like we're, we're serving in a demographic that has, has not been supported in previous times. And, you know, yes, there's lots of skincare and hair care out there that women of my age group can use, but are they seeing themselves represented? I mean, I think that's what we need 
every human being needs to see themselves reflected in stories, in media, in ads, in, you know, in friendships. You just need to feel less alone in the world. You need to know you can connect with other people's stories to see your own. And if it's not there in, in, you know, in certain ways, in fact, you know, a lot of these brands are, you know, saying they're there for your age group, but their ad campaigns are all wrong because they're, you know, saying you can look like this and it's a 28 year old. And it's like, no, I can't. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that. That's, that's a, an empty promise that I'll never be able to fulfill. So yeah, it, I really wanted to create a brand that had a story that had a purpose and had some meaning for women who are feeling largely unseen. And, you know, we've been made to feel we're irrelevant after our reproductive years. And that's just not okay. My mother spoke to me about that quite a bit. And I now understand it. Now I'm here. I feel the compassion that I should have felt then. And and that's part of it as well. We want we want the brand to, you know, be a supportive place that you can come and you can bitch and moan and laugh and cry and complain all you want, that the products make you feel part of something, like it's a club. And we want it to feel aspirational. And how do we take agency over this time of our lives and um, be our own best advocates and and find a way to be vibrant and live our best half. I like that. Live your best the half. life that we've been given. I just want to go back to something you said really quickly, because it's interesting the thing you said about, we wish you had compassion for your your mother, you know, when, well, did she actually say that she didn't feel seen or is it something you just, you think that she probably didn't? Oh no. She, she very clearly stated that she felt suddenly irrelevant mm-hmm. and nobody would look at her, you know, like, and my mom, was a beautiful woman, like exquisitely mm-hmm. beautiful. And so, yeah, I think just that sudden change. She And she talked about menopause a bit with me, but not any great detail. She just told me that she went in early and that's all I knew. So I didn't really know to ask I've a lot heard of that, questions. You know, it's, I, I've heard that from a couple of people, um, a couple of women like a fun, like it's kind of like a funny thing happened. They're, these are attractive women, very beautiful women, who, but who they've they've shared, you know, and they were like, dec, you know, a decade or two older than me, but they're older than me, but they've shared just kind of in a passing remark, not like I want to talk about this, Jess, but like it's a funny thing happened, funny thing that happens when you become invisible and they've meant like both, you know, to men, but also just like to people on the street or like in a in a party situation or like at a work event. These are all different situations that they've happened. And it's like, I think it's just like the culture, I'm saying nothing revelatory here, but like it just kind of puts women aside when they're no longer, you know, the demo or I don't know. It's like a side, yeah. very, it was kind of a very silent, a kind heartbreaking. of heartbreaking, kind of lonely shift. And I actually remember seeing it go through this woman's yeah. like, I could see it happen in her eyes. And she didn't want to talk about it, but it's, uh, this, what you yeah. said just kind of really reminded me of that. It's- yeah, it shouldn't, shouldn't be that way. Every age, every person has a place and meaning in society, yeah. right? And, and really, we should be revering mm-hmm. our elders for the, you know, all of the work they've done and carved the path or paved the yeah. way, whatever the expression is. And yeah, well, I, we, we, sh- we should look to their wisdom. We should listen to and learn from them. I love that you are carving out the space. And that's why this is all, well, thank you. It, it is, I, I want it to seem like it's an intergenerational thing because we need to learn from our elders and offer them the compassion for never having spoken a whisper about <laughs> it, that they, you know, suffered in silence. And then, We're not you know, blaming you, moms. No. Um, and, and then, you know, prepare the younger generation. So it's, it's all encompassing and, yeah. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. 
Ritual's Highest Hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. But that's interesting because I thought of your line before we were speaking as, okay, this is for a woman of a certain age. But I like that it's like, no, it's also for the younger women who you should be preparing because this is coming. Let's learn about it together. That makes it absolutely more fun. Yeah, I think. Is that a weird word? <laughs> yeah. 
I, I want those women to listen because I actually went in earlier than I think most people, although I don't want to pass judgment on that. I went in much earlier than I was ready for. Let's say it like that. What is the age range of menopause these it's days? It's so varied. And they say the average age for a woman to go into menopause, not peri, and menopause is considered one year after you've finished your last menstruation. And that average age is around 51. I hadn't even heard of the term perimenopause when when that day came. And in fact, when I was, I mean, I don't want to draw out the story too long, but when I was trying to get pregnant and I wasn't succeeding, I was told that my blood panel suggested that I was close to menopause. So I was freaking out. And yeah, and you know, it's it's hard to say whether I was in perimenopause or not at that time, but you know, certainly I was spiraling out of control and and panicking and worried. And anyway, long story short, I have two gorgeous children, but pretty much straight after that, in my early 40s, I went into night sweats and you know, mm. all the other symptoms that come with it, migraines that you know, but I, and I was like, mom, why didn't you tell me more detail? I didn't know what, you know, early, you know, she told me she went, she had her last period at 45. And I was like, but there must've been a lot of other information that, you know, you could have shared before that. And she said, well, I, it's the conversations I never had with my mother because she never had them with hers. And, you know, and so the baton kept getting passed, (laughs) you know, the, the, code of silence. I don't mean to laugh. I just like, this is just all too real. This is just so like, I can picture it. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh no. Are you like hearing, connecting with things here? (laughs) Oh my God. My doctor, I wasn't going to share this, but I I had like a hip injury and he was like, well, you're a young woman. I love you. So I'm worried. So we should get x-rays because you're still young and athletic. And literally 20 seconds after he said that, he goes, are you still menstruating? Because he looked at how old I was, you know, I'm 44. And he was, I was like, which is it, doctor? Am I a young woman who needs an x-ray? Or am I like, you know, even he was like, could be, couldn't be, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's not a lot of, um, you know, information, even from doctors. That's changing now. But back in, you know, in my early 40s, when I had those kind of questions, it was like, yeah, you could be, I'm, um, you know, because there's no real one test. It's really using the blood panel and trying to like remember when your last period was. Oh, but my God. Yeah, it's a vibe. <laughs> I <laughs> <Exactly>. can't. <laughs> and the vibes aren't You'll great. You'll know when you know, ladies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is so, oh like, my gosh. I don't feel better. Let's talk about your product. <laughs> it's like, at least that, that we know what's in them. Okay. <laughs> so t- take us through the stripes line. Yeah. So we're coming out with 12 okay. SKUs, scalp to vag. Um, is that and- on the pack? It's a scalp to vag or that's your pitch? That's one of our bylines. Yeah. I love it. So yeah, we're basically, when you lose estrogen, you lose hydration. And that's pretty common. I mean, there's no one size fits all for for the menopause symptoms, but dehydration is pretty across the board. That's a basic one that nearly everyone feels. From I'm over scalp here chugging water. Vag. I'm sorry. Like as <laughs> sorry, you guys are talking, guys, I'm getting hot be... and chugging water. <laughs> Is it happening? Is it happening as we speak? Don't ask your doctor. <laughs> well, stress can bring on the sweats. <laughs> I'm definitely not a doctor, guys, but... Okay. Um, yes. Please, everyone, speak to a doctor. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah. So we're going to hydrate. Scalp to vag. Continue. Yes. And we've created the pairing of two ingredients, which is ectoine and squalene, which really, really speak to the the dehydration issues. And we've got hair serum and masks. We've got plenty of face, like a fantastic serum, which I swear by called the Power Move. Oh, I like the the serum. Jen and I have been using the serum in the moisturizer, the Power. Did you try it? Oh, great. Yeah, it's really good. I have a little lab sample. Oh, good. Yeah, it's great. It's a beautiful texture. And three cheers for squalene. We love squalene. We know all about it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. And ectoine is a fantastic ingredient too. And basically in all of our products. Yeah, we have body oil. We have 
cool factor for the moments where you're getting hot under the collar. What is that? Is it like a spray or is it? Yeah, it's like a mist. But you can use it as an essence as well, you know, like before you put your moisturizer on or your serum just to open up the pores and make sure that everything gets in. And Or I I use it like, you know, in, in the day if I want, just take it in your bag and, you know, when you're having a hot moment and you want nice. to cool down basically or loosen up the makeup you know like at work and I'm under the hot lights and cameras all day long re- reapplying makeup it's nice to just loosen yeah. that up and feel your skin oh I like that term for that moment I've talked about that with other people like when your makeup just gets like cracky and like yes one of our guests said up. it was like it looked like a Picasso <laughs> you just smush it back you know, together where like the pieces of the face aren't together and you need to sort of we could, we could use your spray to just sort of spray and, and push it back into place. Yes, exactly. And at my age, you know, the little cracks and are, are not surface <laughs> cracks. They're like crevasses. No. <laughs> like if you don't like loosen it, you've got to. And, and also there's some hydration in there as well. It's not just like, you know, just water, for right. a topical. Yeah, yeah water. It's, it's more than that. Oh, that sounds and lovely. then you know you were creating the sign. You, you mentioned at the top. This is like you never thought you were going to get into beauty. This was not you know your your goal. Now that you're in it, what have you learned? Like you know about the industry or you know about <laughs> products, etc. I mean, I've always loved beauty. I remember as a kid trying to make my own perfume, and you know I loved products, but I I didn't grow up with money so I wasn't like buying things too too much I would get mom's leftovers but yeah I, I I got into it mainly by accident because of the hormonal changes again and sorry if I'm banging on too much about menopause but it, it it's sort of yeah why I'm here I was working on a tv show and that buildup of makeup that we were just talking about was creating unbelievable irritation in my skin. And I would come home at night once I got the makeup off and I would just itch it and scrape it off. And like, what what's happening? What's happening? I would talk to my doctor. He would give me a cortisone cream. And then I'd go back the next oh, day. They love and, a cortisone cream, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's a Band-Aid fix. Um, and that that's fine. And it was fixing things. And then I realized, what? what is it that's going on? You know, and I'm having to, I can't not put the makeup on and the redness is making more makeup go on to cover it. So how, what am I going to do to change this? And then I started looking at ingredients and then, you know, it's just so happened that two of my friends who I had put together to create, I I had introduced and they created Onda Beauty, which is a retail space that sells multiple brands that are all clean. And they started saying, well, you should try this. This is a non-irritant. This is, this has got no, you know, none of the bad stuff and give it a try. And I tried it and, and then I tried another one and I really- Wait, what was the this? Do you remember what it was? Mary Ver- Veronique, do you know her line? Of course. Ver- used, Veronique. <laughs> yeah, Veronique. Yeah, French. And a uh, French lady made this uh, wonderful line, very detailed, very comprehensive line, but, but very efficacious. And things like Fitness Daughter, you know, a, a bunch of different clean lines and instantly my skin was just less angry. So I thought, wow, this is this is really, they're onto something here. And then, you know, it made sense for me to start like talking about their different brands to help the business. And, and I became a co-founder and the business kept growing. And during the pandemic, we had massive changes like everyone else. And we had to sort of do a massive pivot and change the business from a retail brick and mortar space to an online business. And that's when I really got heavily involved. And I learned so much during that time. It's been an incredible learning curve for me and and really developed a passion. Now, the menopause thing came, it was sort of an aha moment because I, you know, had that experience with the skin mm. changes. And then I started doing a deeper dive on on my menopause experience online. I was talking to friends about it. A friend had an idea that I should write a book to make it like a, you know, fun, sexy 
time instead of like the doom and gloom message that's out there. But I was like, yeah, I would love to do that. And this was like a good 10 years ago, but I didn't know how to write a book. So I sort of sat on that. And then during the pandemic, I got united with this group of other beauty founders and CEOs and you know, a great list of people. And everyone was talking about how to manage this time of crisis. And and I just started listening to how people were, were speaking about what the consumer needs, how smart they are, and what they're looking for in, in a brand. And I was like, this is it. This is what I've got to do. And yeah, here we are. Excellent. Yeah. Wait, you, you, all, you mentioned that you made perfume when you were little? Like yes. this, you're not. This isn't your first rodeo here. What perfume did you make? I mean, no, no. We're, I'm talking little girl picking petals from the garden. Uh, I don't care. This was your, <laughs> your origin story. Yes, okay. This is why you have stripes now, right? But doesn't like, every you're... girl do that? Well, no. I, not if you're born and raised <laughs> in New York. Probably not. <laughs> no, not in Philadelphia. We were not picking flowers and making perfume. Did it actually smell, or were you just like, was it imaginary? It's like, probably. Playtime? It was mostly imaginary, and yes, it probably had like a day of smelling good, and then it went off very quickly. <laughs> But yes, it was the experience of like choosing different flowers and finding nice bottles that you could empty stuff out of and and repurpose. And I love how you're talking about this as if like doesn't everybody do that? Because well, no. I, and then also it was like in my day we used to press flowers. This is before we had phones, <laughs> right? We, we were just stuck <laughs> in the garden doing what you know, playing with whatever we had. We barely had TV. <laughs> I mean, I'm really aging myself now. <laughs> no, She's like we, a witch. She's been alive for 200 years, everyone. Exactly. No, I, I, pre- I actually did press flowers when I was little. I had one of those with the cardboard yes, and the screws exactly, that you would tighten. Yes, exactly, and you screw them in. Did you yeah. do that mm-hmm. stuff anymore? I did, I did. Are you very into fragrance? I don't know if Onda, like when, Onda, when you were doing the merchandising, like, yeah. did you get to pick fragrances and things or? Yeah, yeah. And now, you know, there's a, I mean, I love Henry Rose. Michelle's done a beautiful job with those. But one thing again with menopause that happens is you you get sensory overload. You get, you know, what worked for you before no longer works. So fragrance wise, too, yes, huh? I, I can literally be repulsed by a smell that I used wow. to love. So yeah, did was it generally that like stronger smells you wanted to move away from? And yes, you, you need. Yeah. So what do you wear now if you want to wear fragrance? I tend to just wear body oils, but mm. yes, for Henry Rose, I love hers because they're all subtle and again, no harmful ingredients. And I, uh, yeah, I, and I really only use it if I'm going out somewhere special. I don't, I don't put perfume on every day like I used to. What other beauty products are you into these days besides the Stripes products? When I'm not working, I try not to. I put a lippy on today for you guys, Thank but you. nothing else. Um, <laughs> and I, that was really a last, <laughs> You sorry. don't have to put <laughs> lipstick on for us, by the way. <laughs> but you know it, that. <laughs> I know. I was, I was actually, you know, not going to, and then I sort of thought, oh God, it looks like I'm being lazy no. or something. But I like to give my skin a rest, you know, because I'm on camera off, often and wherever I can, it needs the breaks it can, it can get. But yeah, it's, so I like to just put all of my time and energy into skincare. You get that. And this is this is the one that you've been oh, using. Oh, that's the real packaging. The, Looks good. The serum, Looks good. The power move. Nice, chic. Yeah, and and also one thing I haven't spoken about is it's refillable. Ah, oh. it's sustainability nice. was what was you know obviously high on our list of Very priorities. Cool. Well, it feels really beautiful on the skin. Good, good. Yeah, we're getting we're getting great reports. I mean, I use lip balm. I'm a big lipstick person. If I'm going to go out myself, I I do love a pop of a lip. What did you put on for us today? I put on rose ink, hypnotic, mm, mm-hmm. and you love that squ- squalene. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a believer. <laughs> Before we let you go, we do a little like quick lightning round called Fat Mascara 5. I'm going to ask you just five questions, whatever comes to mind, okay? When did you first start wearing makeup? What was going on in your life? Too young. <laughs> Too young. <laughs> I, I, I did that blue coal, 
you know, in the jelly part of, of the, the jelly eye, part. That now if anyone came near that. <laughs> yes. Like literally oh, inside. Li- she calls it the jelly. We, we call it the water line, but I'm going to start calling it the jelly part. I like that. It's so hard to get on and it's so hard to get off. Yeah. I don't know. I will, I never, I hate it when people put that on me because I know I just go, oh no, this is going to take ages and my eyes are going to be red for hours afterwards. I'm so sensitive around the eye area. I try not to wear mascara for that reason. (laughs) When did you learn to cook? Did you? I haven't. Okay. Too late. I'm still waiting. I'm still learning. <laughs> too early on too the young, too late. late. On the food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my mom is a great cook and I, I definitely watched her and learned a few things I can do. I've got a small repertoire that I do over and over again, you know, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that we've got those meals figured out. <laughs> uh-huh. Taco Tuesdays, but, stir fry yeah, Wednesday. Exactly. Yeah. And also, you there's no wonder you get stick, you know, stuck on those recipes because when you've got kids, they're like turning their nose up to anything new, and so you just stick with the devil you know. What do your kids like to eat? They like, you know, pasta is always a good one, roast chicken, turkey chili, but they've got such different tastes. One is real meat and potatoes, and one's like veggies all the way. Got you. So you have to be double the cook. Lovely. Yeah, well, it's going to be, I I say, it's not a restaurant, guys. One day is going to be not your best meal. Another day is going to be fine. And then you might get a great every now and again. Okay. This this one is, when did you first fall in love? Too young. <laughs> but it was very sweet, very sweet and innocent. Yeah. I I, I mean... I grew up in England, which not everyone knows, and I, my family immigrated to Australia when I was 14, and I met someone before I left, so it was super, super painful to make that transition of, you know, just having met someone, and, but it was quite... And at that age, yes, when it's like all-consuming. Yes, but it was quite romantic and beautiful because letters were written and, you know, like those ones, mm, the airmail. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> painful. Um, and that sort of, yeah, but, you know... Very romantic, I, though. Air but mail? it wasn't, Come yeah, on. it wasn't, obviously, I was a, a still an innocent girl, but it was it was romantic and, but not sustainable. I've, I've met, I've since met that man years, years later and we laughed about it. That's really cool. I love that. That's nice. What period of your life has been the most challenging? I would say, you know, there were moments in my childhood that were sort of quite chaotic and, you know, that had a lot to do with, you know, my mom and dad separating and then him passing away soon after. I don't have a lot of memories from my childhood. They're mostly, you know, triggered by a photo here and there, Not, and there aren't that many photographs. But there are, you know, some painful memories. And going back and forth from we moved around a lot, and I think that was, you know, of course my mom was trying to find her feet after... Here's the high. What period of your life has been the most enjoyable and carefree? I'm I'm hoping it's it's now. Maybe carefree might be a stretch for any anyone at any time. This this time, this yeah, she exactly. Does have carefree. Kids, Jess, yes, so. I do have teenagers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, definitely at the the beginning of my children's yeah. lives, where you know that was such a special time. There was you know so much surprise, surprise and discovery and. It was it was wonderful. And and now, you know, yes, they're teenagers and they're moody and, you know, there's a lot of hot emotions going, but they're developing into sophisticated human beings. They have ideas of where they want to go. It's wonderful to watch. And yes, for me, being released from those hormonal tumultuous years, I feel, I feel much more stable. I feel like I got myself back and I am therefore my most authentic self. And, you know, there's, there's a comfort in that. It's like, oh, now I can breathe a bit better. Um, I just knowing myself, I'm not going to make decisions based on hormonal disruption anymore. Things are calmer and that's, there's, that feels good. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Oh my god. For you the do next get to years, reclaim Jess, you yourself. And I are have to be checking in. Like, am I make? Is it the hormones talking? 
Yeah, they really they they play some nasty tricks on you, and I I but I I understand why perimenopause is so scary to people because it is you know tumultuous up and down and unpredictable but on the other side you get yourself back it's like a reclaiming and and you get to really find a way to live your your best life I think knowing that you know things are going to be much calmer from here on out thank you for this this window into something people don't talk about yeah, for and for yeah. opening up the conversation yeah. so everybody can have a little less Thank fear you about for this your whole honesty. Thing. Yeah, and, well, that's and that's up. the idea. Yeah. That's the plan. Thank you, Naomi. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us, or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 